This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we talk about ransomware protection using NetApp on tap with Cleandra's Snapguard. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipok. Zipok. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the basement of my house and with me today I have a couple of special guests from Cleandris as well as Matt Trudwin. Um, So Matt, we'll start with you. What do you do here at NetApp and how do we reach you? Hey, thanks Justin for letting me uh, be here today. Um, I am a security evangelist for NetApp and you can reach me on Twitter at NTAPMatt. That's N-T-A-P Matt. All right, excellent. Uh, so I mentioned we have Cleandras here, and you know, with us we have Christian Platner. Uh, Christian, what do you do at Cleandras, and how do we reach you? Yeah, hi, Chelsea. So I'm Christian Platner. I'm the CEO and founder of Cleandras. Uh, Cleandras is a software company from Switzerland. We've been on the market for over 15 years, and for over 10 years, we have been creating add-on software for NetApp customers. So our mission is basically we approach NetApp customers and tell them, hey, you have the best possible storage system in the world. But you know what? If Cleonvis, it gets even better. All right, cool. So um, if you want to find more information about Cleondris, is there a website or is there somewhere to look? Yes, of course. Cleondris.com. There you find all the information. If something is missing, info at Cleondris.com. You know, we're always there to help. And, and how do we reach you? Uh, christian.plotner at cleonris.com or christian at cleonris.com whatever suits you best all right excellent uh, also with us rob horsefield is here so rob what do you do at cleonris and how do i reach you oh hi there yes uh, so uh, my name's rob horsefield i'm the uk and ireland sales manager um and it's just rob.horsefield at cleonris.com for the email so uh, anything sales related um and in the UK, um, that, that's what I'm for. All right. So, Christian, you mentioned Cleandris has been around for about 15 years and 10 years of that doing NetApp stuff. So tell us a little more about Cleandris. How, how does it tie into NetApp? How does it talk to NetApp? How does it do the things it needs to do? Yeah, I mean, from a historical view, uh, me personally, the first time I worked with, a, with an NetApp storage system was in 1999, when uh, I was working at a large um, service provider in Switzerland, and we needed to store the emails of over 200,000 of our customers on a NetApp storage system. But that's not the reason why, why Cleonis is, is working with, you know, with NetApp. It's just my personal history of NetApp storage. About 12 years ago, I was contacted by the um, NetApp team from NetApp Frankfurt, and they told me, hey, we have a problem. And we heard that you are a good software developer. Namely, they had a very large bank in, in Germany. And they needed a web interface in front of their NetApp and in front of their vCenter. And the reason for that was that they had a help desk. And the guys at the help desk, they had no knowledge or concept of NetApp storage or SnapVault or any of these things. And they also didn't have any knowledge of VMware and LUNs and stuff. Nevertheless, the help desk needed to be able to do backup and restore on that environment. 
So they needed something like an iPhone in front of their complex storage environment. And that's what we built. We built a web interface, backup and restore with VMware integration and stuff like that. And from there, it all started really from this backup and restore product for a single customer. It's just an interesting project. And then we found out there is more customers who could need that. And then it evolved file catalog, NAS integration, file browser, indexing, ransomware protection. It's really the added and added and added features over time into the product. So this product, is it something that you bolt on licenses to, to unlock these things? Or are they different uh, software suites that you have to install? How does all that work? Yeah. So if you go to our website, um, then you will see basically three products. Um, in the center, it says Cleonris Data Manager. That's really what we have been doing for the longest time. That's the backup, restore, indexing stuff. Then on the left-hand side, you have SnapGuard, which is our ransomware protection product, where we will hear more about it today with F-Policy and, and all that stuff and the blockchain audit. And we also have a SolidFire integration, which is called the ACC product. However, I can tell you a secret, under the hood, it's always the same software. So all our customers are running the same software um, on the appliance that we give to them. And basically the products are nothing more than licensing options. So every customer has the same product and just the license key that the customer uses unlocks then the, the different features of the product, which is pretty good for the customers because you can start with CDM, you know, backup and restore. And if you find out, oh, I need some ransomware protection for my NetApp system, you just add another license key. No need to, to install other software or so. And boom, you have ransomware protection. So that's really how it works. So you mentioned uh, there's an appliance involved. Is there a software-defined mm -hmm. feature that you can use where you can basically install it on anything in your environment? Or is there a specific reason why you have an appliance? Is it simplicity or is it that... Yeah, the, the, the reason is really simplicity. Because, you know, if you would just give out the software itself, you know, the core of the software to customers, then they will need to run, you know, their own Linux and they need to install Postgres databases. It's just a hassle. And if you download the, the appliance from Cleonvis, which comes as an OVA file, you're up and running, you know, in like two minutes. Yeah, you install the appliance. Then on the virtual console, you have a very easy configurator, which looks a little bit like the, the configurator in ESX servers, the yellow screen that you have in ESX. And in Cleonis, it's just a blue screen where you enter IP address, NTP server. And after that, you jump to the web interface. And you will never go back to the console. You do everything with the web interface. Now, of course, there is customers like banks or insurances, and they tell you, appliance, forget it. Not going to happen here. And they, of course, um, they have their own Linux installations, but it's under their control. And then they need to install the software manually. It's, it's not hard. It's like 10 minutes of work, but we just want to make it as easy as possible for the largest part of the customer base. And this is why we have the appliance. Just to kind of give an idea of how old my thinking is, when you said appliance, I was thinking like this actual hardware piece. And I was like, oh yeah, we can do virtual it's, it's, appliances. It's, 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 it's a piece of software. However, there is, I think, one or two customers who actually have dedicated hardware for Cleonly. So they have dedicated um, Dell or HP servers and we gave them the ESO image and they installed, you know, the basically the appliance software on a physical appliance just to be very safe. That's possible if you want. 
you mentioned SnapGuard, and that's really why we got together here because there's a there's a new release of that. So let's talk about SnapGuard and the overview there, as well as what's new uh, that's coming out now. Mm-hmm. So for those who have never heard of SnapGuard before, SnapGuard is really the ransomware protection product from Cleonvis. Um, this is something we started about six years ago in 2016. And actually, it was not the idea of Cleonvis. It was actually an idea of NetApp field engineers. They approached us and they said, hey, we have so many customers with ransomware attacks and we need to help them. We have all these nice features on the NetApps, you know, snapshots, NF policy and whatever. And NetApp could build something on their own. That, but that takes too much time. NetApp is a large company, you know, that kind of build a product in five minutes and we need something now. So we sat together with those engineers and we created the first version of SnapGuard in early spring 2016. And it was really a very basic product if you compare to what we have now. Yeah. So we started with basic F-policy integration, um, F-policy being a mechanism inside ONTAP that allows partners to basically hook into the ONTAP storage system and see what is going on, also be part of the decision, whether something should be allowed or not. And really, the first version of SnapCut was really a very basic F-policy product that hooked into your ONTAP system. And if you used like very strange file extensions or file name patterns like readme, how to uncover your data.txt, um, stuff like that um, was blocked by the software. Was, that was really the, the first version. And in the meantime, we added file verification and air gap backup and audit and, and what else. So it's really, it has really evolved a lot over the last six years. So when I was reading a little bit about it, it, it mentions blockchain. And how does it leverage that to make the ransomware product work? Yeah. So, I mean, blockchain, of course, you know, it's 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 a nice word. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, blockchain sounds interesting. It's very buzzy. Now, yeah, very buzzy. <laughs> yeah, very buzzy. Very buzzy. Now, if you look at the original Bitcoin paper written by Satoshi Nakamoto, then you can see that that guy is trying to solve all kinds of problems, like incentives, proof of work, reclaiming disk space, transactions, multiple nodes that need to agree on what is true and stuff like that. That's not needed in an audit system. But then the question is, why the heck are these guys from Cleonis using a blockchain to solve you know, problems in an audit system? And the problem itself is, well, we have a sequentially occurring totally ordered set of events that are written by one party being SnapGuard to disk. And these events, you know, are packed into, you know, blocks, which then are compressed and encrypted and there's hashes, like in a blockchain. Now, the reason to use the blockchain format instead of, let's say, just a simple text file is mainly to be able to prove that nobody has tampered with the audit events. Yeah, So it's not about proof of work, incentives, or solving the, the two generals problem. No, it's simply about we want you as a customer to be sure that nobody has tampered with the audit trail. That, that's really the reason why we used the blockchain format. Does that make sense? Yeah, Christian, I think it also worth pointing out at this point that we actually have people who buy SnapGuard 
not just for the ransomware protection. They actually buy it for the audit functionality so that they can actually know who's deleted which files, when they've done it, who's created which files, and that they can record all that information in an efficient way and be able to prove exactly what happened without any potential tampering of that information. Yeah, yeah you're, up, you're, you're absolutely right. Actually, we have cases where customers approach us and they say, ransomware protection? Uh, I don't care about that. But I need to know what happened, no matter whether I have a ransomware attack or some other problem if my IT environment, I need an audit trail. Really, that, that's the most important point why I need this Snapcard thing. Really have customers just buying it because of that feature. That's true. So Matt, you know, being a security evangelist, what is your what is your take on using something like blockchain for this sort of use case? It's really it's it's actually awesome because what you're essentially doing is you're you're making that log uh, tamper proof, right? And so when you're talking about auditing the importance of it, particularly for some customers, you really need that trail. You need to see what's going on in your environment. Of course, we have native capabilities to do that, but what Cleandris brings with SnapGuard is that that tamper-proof um, aspect of it, right? And so I think that's it's very powerful from a customer standpoint. It gives you a lot more security. Use the word security again. Maybe assurance is better. I'll use assurance. A lot more assurance that the log you're looking at is in fact what happened. And no one's trying to cover their tracks, right? Um, we don't need like uh, another Edward Snowden situation if we're, we're customers out there. Um, we like to avoid avoid that. So yeah, I think it adds adds a lot of capability and and given that assurance. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Um, I'd also chip in a little bit there as well. When when we actually go in to do the product demos and, and show people the product, one of the big things they they worry about is well, if we're going to be monitoring every single file transaction and who created it and who deleted it, are we going to create some kind of really bad overhead on the system and everything um, will slow down and, you know, is this going to be a bad thing to do? Um, but this system is really, really simple to implement um, and it's so fine-tuned that there's very, very little system overhead. So you, a lot of people don't realize it. You can monitor all these transactions and not have any impact in your actual file latency or, or performance speed on your systems. Um, yeah, Rob, I, I think that that's a key point, right? That when it comes to security, it's always what's the performance impact, right? Can you have good security without uh, performance and uh, impact? And if you can get both, I mean, that's that's great. That's what people want, right? So that's a good point. Exactly. Yeah, anti antivirus is a good example. If you look at that customers that um, are deploying antivirus on a storage level, there's often you know, the fear that it would slow down the storage system, even though it doesn't, and then they don't do it. Yeah, And that's really a risk. And you know, with F-Policy, the mechanism is really so efficient. I mean, look at Cleonris. We have a, a engine that can handle up to 300,000 actions per second. Yeah, There, there is no risk that it slows down your system. So there is no excuse of not using it. Absolutely. So, but it does point to uh, another, another little thing I'd, I'd point out is that in our sales process, very, very, very often, um, people will always want to prove that, you know, that they hear, they hear the sales spiel and really no overhead, let, let me try it. So we almost always end up having to do some kind of proof of concept to actually show that on a real customer system, that this is true. It doesn't slow things down. 
And of course, you know, some of the people we sell to are very, very large. So they have, you know, an awful lot of transactions happening. So, you know, for them, it might be hard to believe this. And you actually have to prove the case um, with a system, uh, a demo. But luckily for us, you know, as we've just spoken about earlier, it only takes about 10 minutes to install the product. So being able to put a proof of concept together um, can be done very, very quickly. Um, and uh, in a couple of weeks time, having it running, um, the customer's completely confident that it, it's a good idea. So I understand that the blockchain piece helps with verification of integrity of files. I, I, does it help with anything or does SnapGuard in general help with anything with insider threats? So, you know, Matt mentioned Snowden and he was more of take stuff out, give it to somebody. Right. So what if, what does, what does SnapGuard do to help that sort of scenario where somebody just takes the files with them? Is it, is it, can it help with that? Or is there no real protection against that other than other mechanisms like authentication and, and, you know, permissions and that sort of thing. So if you look back like one or two years, then SnapGuard had the concept of an event is coming in. I look at the event with not a much of context. And then I decide whether it's good or not. Yeah. Now having the, the audit trail as, as another source, you know, decisions can be made in a more clever way, which is only possible now that you have the context of a certain request. And if you look a little bit into the roadmap of Cleonris, what we are doing at the moment is implementing a piece of software that works on the blockchain and is doing a daily analysis of, of how people work in, in the system and create profiles of the different applications. So on a daily basis, the system learns, you know, how does a certain application or user um, behave typically. So it's not a, a one-time learning phase, but rather the system learns continuously what's the bandwidth in which, for instance, Justin is, is normally working. You know, is he working with many, many different files or is he working on a small set of files? Is he creating a lot of data in normally or is he just working on the weekend? Stuff like that, where we have these anonymous profiles. But then you know, the software is able, if you are working based on a pattern, let's say out of the box, it can tell you, no, that's strange. Yeah. Let's make an example. Justin is normally looking at three to four documents on a daily basis. And suddenly he's reading all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm asking, how is this possible? You know, how can Justin read thousands of documents on a daily basis? So there's something fishy. Yeah, because normally he's not reading that amount of data. And then the software can warn you, hey, something is going on. There is a user um, which is not damaging data, but he's looking at data in a way which is, that's not normal. Right. So that we'd call that maybe an anomaly, right? So yes. a data access anomaly, a data deletion anomaly. Um, it sounds something like, you know, we do with ransomware detection in ONTAP. Um, but I guess that there's a little bit of difference there. So Matt, can you kind of talk about the ransomware detection feature in ONTAP? And then Christian, let's talk about how SnapGuard differs from that. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're really uh, complementary, right? Uh, so basically built in 1. we released uh, autonomous ransomware protection on box and it's a licensed feature and it's it's looking for uh, abnormal activity uh, on a per volume level, right? It's not really user-based. It's just looking at the files, the, the waffle system layer, is, and it learns your workload, what typical extension workloads are. 
And based on that, if it sees an abnormal file extension plus some high data entropy, then it'll also do some alerting, right? And we'll take a snapshot, things like that to help protect you. It's much like the auditing where a human needs to be looking at these alerts, or I guess you could create an automated system if you have like a, a SIM or something, you could have some alerts go there, events have that kind of react, but you're gonna see these alerts and need to do something about it, right? You do have the snapshot, which gives you a close restoration point. Uh, but this is just one way to protect from certain types of ransomware. Uh, we don't say in any way that it'll cover every single ransomware you'll ever hit. You know, you'll probably never hear us say that because ransomware is always evolving and changing. So partners uh, like Cleandris, they can bring additional uh, capabilities and additional detection. So I think they're really better together. But, uh, you know, Christian can talk a little bit more about the Cleandris solution, how that works. I'll let Christian jump in in a second. I was just going to quickly point out that I think the products really, really are complementary in that, uh, as you explained there, the NetApp product will be looking at what's actually going on. But what we can do is we can have this recording of, of everything that's gone on historically as well. So we can be recording it and possibly saving all this information to an S3 bucket or something like that. So we've got the long-term history of everything um, you might just choose to use the NetApp part for doing the monitoring for, say, a, mu a month and then looking at what's been going on in the short term, but making it join up together to look at the long term. Um, that's where we, we could add further value, as well as tying into all the other things that we do about checking file integrity um, and looking out for ransomware actual signatures in, in files. Um, so th there's quite a lot of, uh, if you like, crossover, but the two products sit side by side and give you like a seamless comprehensive level of protection pretty much all of those features are just not available with any other storage solution just the netapp pod on its own is a, is a unique thing but when you put it together with the cleandris you've got this whole division higher better level of protection that's what we're just trying to get people to uh, take a look at that and they then hopefully see that netapp's uh, a lot wiser choice for us as a storage base yeah, Rob, I like to use it as the analogy of, of buying a car, right? And if you were to go to a car lot and, and get the safety features on a car, if the salesman said, hey, well, to avoid accidents, do you want the airbag or do you want the brakes or do you want the forward collision warning? And you're, you're going to think like, wait, I want them all. I want to avoid the accident, right? I want the best features to help me. And so that's the way I, I look at these, uh, these features and why I say complementary. They're both trying to avoid the same thing, but yeah. they're doing it in a little bit different ways. Yeah, ex no, exactly. I think you guys have got that, your analogy and that, that works exactly right. Uh, we kind of very often use the analogy of uh, seeing data as some kind of currency of, of something with value, a bit like your dollar bills, only it's, it's in a different format. It's in, in a data format. And if you're looking at how you're going to manage and, and look after your dollar bills that are stored on your computer system, um, you wouldn't just have like one tool or two tools if you'd look at all the tools that were available and you'd use them all, you, you, you wouldn't just want to know how much money's come in and how much money's gone out. You'd want to know about who's been doing transactions, what kind of currencies it is in. You'd want any tool that was available, um, as long as it made sense, you'd want to implement the whole set of tools. And that, that's, what, that's how we see it as well. Yeah, Matt and Rob, I mean, I fully agree and I, I have to apologize, you know, I'm not a native English speaker, but the analogy that I would use 
is, and I don't know how to say it correctly, is to have several arrows in the quiver. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it does to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you know, if, if you look at the NetApp system, you know, you have so much nice features. You have F policy, you have the snapshots, you have SnapLock, you have SnapDiff to compare snapshots and find out what a certain access did, you know, like a ransomware that encrypted files in a, in a volume of 200 million files with SnapDiff. You can easily find out what data changed in the last few hours. You, you have like um, single file clones to bring data very quickly back from snapshots into the live system. And now you have the NetApp native um, ransomware protection. These are all you know, features that are visible in the Cleondris UI. Yeah, so as Cleondris with the SnapGuard product, we give this iPhone view. Yeah, And it's only not only a view where you see everything in one dashboard, but also we combine the information. For instance, the, the audit log, the audit trail, you can link that with the file names that the NetApp native ransomware engine reports to you. So if the NetApp ransomware engine tells you, hey, you know, there's something fishy with this or that file, and I think that user is the bad guy, with that information, with one click then in Creonris, you will see what is actually the audit trail. What did this user in the last few days? Is this the first time he did something fishy? Or is there like, there is a certain history, yeah? The, the, the guy did strange things in the past too, but it may be under a certain threshold, so nobody saw it. That, that's really what we do here. We take all these nice features and present them in, in one package to the customer. I know we have some other things within NetApp in addition to the ransomware detection, Matt. So what, what else is in the ONTAP piece that helps complement the Cleandris pieces? Yeah, there's there's um well snapshots for one right and and so you mentioned yeah you heard Christian mention at the beginning uh, what he what he kind of built a, a long time ago to help um, restore right and, and with VMware NetApp so there's definitely some pieces uh, of that in their software kit that helps with some of that um, as far as our our native capabilities uh, you know we can do auditing we can do file auditing um, natively now. One thing I'm actually unclear about, and maybe uh, you know, Christian can kind of and Rob can kind of set us straight, is we, we're getting a little to the tech details. But do you do you require us to set up you know uh, SMB native auditing to work with uh, SnapGuard? You know, we create EVTX files and XML files. Um, are you are you guys pulling that, or you're just monitoring all of it through just F Policy API? I don't know if we have any integration there on that side, honestly. Yeah, I can I can elaborate on that a little bit. So. If you look at this NetApp system from the outside, you basically have two options to do auditing. The one option is to use the native auditing capability of ONTAP, which has been there for a very long time. You basically enable this on the SVM level, you know, say yes or no auditing. You need to create some, some volumes where you have um, space for these audit files. And then you turn it on, and in the first moment, nothing happens because the ONTAP system is only auditing file access if the file that is being accessed has an SACL entry. So you need to go over the whole file system you know, and add the SACL entries so that the NetApp system knows that it needs to audit accesses to those files. Now, there's a trick with a... Now, it gets really, really technical... 
with this storage level access guard configuration. But basically, you need to explicitly say what needs to be audited inside the file system. And then in the end, you end up with tons of EVTX files, which is nothing more than the Windows event format, which is a very general container format. It's bloated. Yeah, You end up with gigabytes, terabytes of data, and there is no simple tool to evaluate what you have in these EVTX files. Now, Cleonis has an integration into that for many, many years. In Cleonis, you have a viewer where you can view these audit files, the native ONTAP files, while they are still on the ONTAP system. So you don't need to copy them away. And, you know, that's a, a big difference to the, to the native Windows event viewer. You can filter by username, by path, and stuff. So we have that integration. You have also customers who use Cleonris to constantly forward the stream of, you know, new events in the EVTX files to a Splunk server. So Cleonris, you know, constantly looks into your native files and forwards the events to you know, an external system. That's the one option, native auditing. We do actually have a lot of, of customers that kind of want the simple version and ask for that, right? They don't want to have Splunk to have to go and grab it off of our system. So that's a great, for the simple entry-level sort of customer, that's a great way for them to, to use uh, one of your products is you can, it sounds like you can ship that over to the Splunk server for them. I know it's very simple, but uh, it does provide one of the use cases. Yeah, and actually, you know, if you're starting from scratch, if you don't have any auditing in place, then it definitely makes sense to think about the other option, which is Clonus is offering with the, the blockchain format. With the blockchain auditing, no native configuration on the ONTAP system is needed. Um, no EVTX files will be created. I mean, they also pose a certain security risks because these EVTX files, they have clear text usernames and everything in it. And if somebody has access to these files, he can see what every user did on the system. The Cleonis approach with the blockchain is, is different. We just hook in with F policy and just basically record the stream of F policy messages coming out of the NetApp system into the blockchain. Now, the blockchain, I told you before, the advantages, you know, with compression and encryption and tempo proof. Um, but most importantly, it's off box. And it's much more dense than the EVTX files. And you can have much better reports than with EVTX files. So Cleonis can report you, you know, who deleted the most files today or who deleted or created the most files last January. You know, that's easily possible from within the Cleonis. So in the end, it depends on what strategy you want to choose. In either way, Cleonis has a viewer and can help you with the data. But of course, we prefer if customers use our blockchain. Yeah, I think security conscious customers are going to really want to go that way, right? And especially too, it has a, um, you, you store them in a GDR, GDPR compliant way, I believe, right? That's one of the things I read about the, the new release here. Again, you have to be careful here, all the buzzwords. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? In the end, it's audit data. But the big difference to EVTX is, first of all, the same account name of a user, the name he has in, in the LDAP or, or AD system is not showing up in the Cleonris log files. We just write there the SID, meaning if a user leaves the company and insists that his username is deleted from the records from the LDAP AD system, 
Um, you don't need to remove it from the blockchain because in the blockchain, the username does not pop up. It's just the SID of the user is in the files. So that's a big advantage. If users insist of their names not being in any data, you can say, yeah, in the blockchain, your name, it doesn't show up that uh, Matt did something or Christian something. It's, you know, SID, 231, whatever, did something. That's that, that's a big difference to EVTX. Yeah, I think that's uh, GDP Article 17, right, to be forgotten, which is one of the ones that people really uh, yeah. focus in on. So that's great. Can't be forgotten if you never remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. So it sounds like we got a lot of uh, op- a lot of options here with SnapGuard. Um, can you give me some idea of some of the use cases around this? Like, you know, I, it sounds pretty straightforward. You know, it's just basically pr- ransomware protection. But you know, do you have any specifics about where people use this uh, in their environments? Yeah. So the, the basic use case is obviously active ransomware protection for your primary data. So you have primary volumes with thousands of users accessing the data. And if there is a ransomware attack, you want to stop it as early as possible. You know, that's that's the protection part. But SnapCut is built on three pillars. There is not only the protection part, there is also a analysis and a repair part. Now, you could ask yourself, why do these guys need an analysis and repair part? Do they not trust their own protection? But, you know, there's there's two answers to that. The first answer is, well, there is no perfect protection in the world. Yeah, Anybody who sells you a, a product that says, yeah, you have 100% ransomware protection, but the only way to achieve that goal is to make all your data read only. Yeah, that's Run away. the only way. Run away it. if you hear that. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> The other reason is we have customers who bought SnapGuard after they had a ransomware attack. That's a big difference to an antivirus scanner. If you had a ransomware attack, but you're not going to buy antivirus product because it's obviously too late. However, with Cleonris, with the analysis tool, you can analyze a volume that has been affected by ransomware. And let's say you have a volume with 500 million files. And the ransomware encrypted 50% of, of that data over a period of four hours. Now, with the NetApp native features, you could say, well, I yeah, just do a snap restore. Yeah, I go back to the backup of eight o'clock in the morning. Now, if you do that, that's a good thing because these 50 you know, percent of the data will now be back in a good state. But the other 50% of the data where people also worked on, you're going to throw away all the good changes that happened during these couple of hours that you go back. So obviously, Snap Restore does not make sense in that situation. And this is why you need the analysis feature of Cleonis to find out which parts of a volume are affected. And then the repair feature, which we call differential restore, that only gets those parts of the volume back which have been affected. And those parts of the volumes, you know, the, the files that have been modified in a good way, they won't be touched by the restore. So you see, three pillars, that's really important. And now with the blockchain, it gets even more interesting because if you had an attack and you find out who it was, you can even omit the analysis step and just use the data from the blockchain to do something like a reverse play, a undo, yeah, by restoring each file the bad guy encrypted with the newest version from from any good snapshot on a a file-by-file basis. So you see, 
Yes, there is active protection, but also if for whatever reason you get affected, Cleonis can also help you. So these are the three pillars. Now, there is even more to it. We see more and more customers that also plan to have an air gap backup strategy where they have a separate backup system in a dark room where basically nobody has access. Data is flowing in over SnapMirror. SnapMirror snapshots coming in. There is one customer. He's so drastic that during the day, the network interfaces of the air gap um, um, ONTAP system are shut down. And he only, you know, turns the interfaces on for one hour during the day to pump in newest data with SnapMirror, and then he shuts down the network interfaces. Nevertheless, these customers want to know, is my backup data in a good shape? And they can use Cleonis. So you can use Cleonis SnapGuard software in that dark room next to the air gap backup system, and it will check the incoming snapshots for consistency. So on the one side, we look at file names and say like, well, you know, if you suddenly have all kinds of .locky files or, you know, every second file says like, well, read me on how to uh, decrypt the data, that's bad. And now the other thing with an upcoming release, Cleonris is also able to look into certain documents like um, Word files, PDF files in the backup system and tell you, hey, with the newest backup you did during the night, um, you backed up all kinds of PDF files, but the PDF files that landed on the AirGap backup system, they really look bad. Yeah, these are not PDF files. This is all garbage. So that's really another cool use case of SnapGuard. Not active protection, but rather protection of your AirGap backup system. And then, of course, the third big use case, more and more customers saying, yeah, ransomware protection, yeah, yeah seen it in the news. I'm not afraid of it. I need an audit trail because the audit trail really, that's the most important thing. And it's really true. Having an audit trail and snapshots, even if you have a very bad protection or no protection at all, with the audit trail, you can reverse most of the actions that a ransomware has done to your data. I chip in one other common use case that we're starting to see more and more talking to partners with mainly is people using NetApp to provide some kind of managed service and obviously an extra managed service on on top of uh, the storage that could be provided would be ransomware protection for the data that's on this managed service and also auditing for the files that might be stored on on this service. And so because of how product works um, and the fact that it can be scaled very easily and managed very easily, it lends itself ideally to um, somebody who's thinking of creating a managed service around NetApp, possibly using the Keystone kind of uh, purchasing method to to give a scalable month-by-month payment kind of concept. And we can provide our software with similar kind of sales mode where the customer pays per month um, to get the product. So you mentioned Keystone, that kind of gets me thinking about another offering we have, and that's our as-a-service storage, so the, the CVS, the ANF, that sort of thing. Does Cleandris cover those use cases, or is it just for on-prem or CVO instances of ONTAP? There is a big yes. SnapGuard is compatible with all NetApp ONTAP versions, including ONTAP Select, NetApp CDO, or Amazon FSX for NetApp. You know, in fact, Cleonis was the first vendor to fully announce support for Amazon FSX last year. So not only in SnapGuard, uh, all our features that we offer are, are possible with Select or CBO or FSX. So no matter where you run your ONTAP, Cleonis can work with the data. 
And of course, Cleonris software itself can installed, you know, be installed in the cloud. So you have full flexibility there. Yeah, I guess I'm talking more about the differences with, you know, those are more managed by the customers or the end users, right? So we have the managed services such as ANF and CVS, where it's, you know, you provision a volume and it's all managed on the back end by the cloud services. Mm. Does Cleandras have an as a service offering that would mesh with that, or is that something that's in the works? No, that's really, well, let's say it like that. That's not our core competence. Yeah. Cleandris is a software company and we write software and we sell licenses. But then, you know, there is our surroundings, a large set of resellers and partners, and we don't want to interfere with them. Services like professional services. So, so let's make an example here in Switzerland. Um, there is um, one of the biggest service providers. Um, who has hundreds of customers, and that service provider is actually offering a ransomware protection service to its customer. And it's all based on Cleondris software. And Cleondris helped the customer to create the service. However, it's not Cleondris offering the service. So we help our partners to build those services, to sell it to their customers, but Cleonis is not the company offering the service. We are really offering the product that enables the service. All right. Sounds like we've got a lot to think about here. Uh, Matt, if you could just kind of summarize what we've got here. Like, what are we, what are we looking at with Cleondris, SnapGuard, as well as ONTAP? Yeah, we have a lot of native solutions in ONTAP, right? If you want to have native auditing, if you want to have native ransomware protection, you know, we can offer that. But what Cleondris brings to the table with SnapGuard is enhancements for both, right? We can do a lot better job on the ransomware side of detecting it. Also recovery, right? That was a big point. Uh, if you have to recover natively, it can be a little bit painful with ONTAP because of the good data. You have to spin up flex clones and copy files in and out and, and figure out where your files were. You can do it, but it's a little more, more manual um, where Cleandris has a way to restore those uh, differentiated files, those files that have changed. So that's that's a great add-on there as well. And then also doesn't have to be all ransomware, ransomware recovery. Sometimes you just need good file auditing that is is basically safer. Um, you know, we talked about the EBTX files. Christian really did a great job of covering those. And while they're not necessarily always the best way, storing user information in, in clear text. So that's another great add-on. So if you're looking from a security standpoint to have simplify your auditing, make it more secure with blockchain. I think that that's something that Cleander SnapGuard really brings to the table. So uh, it's awesome. And it's great to see that they have uh, some of these new capabilities. And Christian, anything you want to add? I just want to add that I'm very, you know, thankful that that um, we, we had the opportunity, you know, to present uh, SnapGuard in the podcast and, you know, looking forward, you know, to, to add more on-tap features into our product. That's really, you know, that that's what we live on. Uh, we, we like when, when on-tap, you know, has new features that we can integrate into the product. And as I said, you know, this is kind of iPhone experience. Yeah, put this iPhone experience in front of the NetApp and make it as easy as possible for customers to, to use these features that we have there. Yeah. And uh, I'd just like to add that obviously we, you know, it's a call to action. The, the key thing that we're looking to do is obviously from this podcast, make people aware um, that we're here and we can help. Um, but also that uh, there's an open offer to do any kind of proof of concept or product demonstration to let people see SnapGuard working in the real world and to show how easy it is to implement 
um, and how uh, little overhead it would make on a customer's network. So uh, anybody who wants to kick off a proof of concept, either with a customer or with a partner, we're very, very keen to um, engage and to help you do that. It's, it's a, a very simple process um, and we'll help you through that um, in a very simple manner. All right. And again, uh, if we wanted to reach you, Christian, is it christian.platner at cleandris.com? That's correct. All right. And uh, Rob, what was your uh, contact information again? And it's Rob Horsfield, also rob.horsfield at cleandris.com. And Matt. Yeah, I'm on Twitter, intap Matt. And I just want to say thank you to Christian and Rob for, uh, I am from the South. So when I say Cleandris, <laughs> sometimes it comes up and say, thank you guys for dealing with that, uh, <laughs> my accent, Southern accent today. But it sounds so much better when you guys say Cleandris than I do. <laughs> so it's a multinational podcast, this. You've, you've got all kinds of accents on That's it. Right. You ever have anybody just completely butcher it? <laughs> uh, one or two. Cleon dries. Does that, <laughs> that happen? How I pronounce it? Cleon dries. Or, the, or they get a bit dyslexic and they get the letters around the wrong way or something. You know, you know, um, you know I have a lot? proposal. I have a proposal, Justin. Next time we do it in German and then I see you guys talk in German. Yeah, that's what we will do next time. No one will be able to understand me because I'll just be saying <laughs> Guten Tag every time. What do you think, Justin Guten Tag? <laughs> yeah. Schnitzel. <laughs> Schnitzel. Or did you did you hear that one? Huchichastle. Yeah, that's what the Swiss. Schweinsachse. No, 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 no. Huchichastle. That's basically the the the, the uh, in in the kitchen, you know, where you put uh, all the plates. You know uh, what I mean? Affelkuchen. Yeah? <laughs> all I know is a uh, Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen? <laughs> beer. <laughs> Wheat beer, I believe. I don't know. Anyway. Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, Volkswagen <laughs> <don't> Technik. <laughs> Boy, that would be a nonsense podcast. We should try that. All right. Uh, again, thanks, Christian. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Matt, for joining us today and talking to us all about SnapGuard, Cleandris, as well as the ransomware protection features in ONTAP. All right. That music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via TechOnTapPodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Matt Trudwin, Rob Hurstfield, and Christian Platner for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.